Hello, I'm Bob Bragdon, and you're listening to CSO Executive Sessions. CSO Executive Sessions is a twice-monthly podcast produced by CSO Online and IDG. Each episode, we sit down with leading security and risk executives to get their take on the challenges faced by their organizations. And today, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, speaking with Chad Teeth, the Chief Information Security Officer of leading specialty retailer Floor & Decor. Founded in 2000 and headquartered in Atlanta, Floor & Decor is one of the nation's largest specialty retailers of hard surface flooring, offering the broadest in-stock selection of tile, wood, stone, related tools and flooring accessories. Chad, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Bob. Can you tell us a little bit about your role and the risks that you help address at Floor & Decor? Yeah, so Floor & Decor is, uh, as you said, a specialty retailer. I went public about two years ago and I joined mm -hmm. about three years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, my scope is any risk that touches the digital domain, privacy, GRC, security ops and technology. Uh, it's a very engaging organizational structure I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot. I report to the CIO and the general counsel. Oh, that's an interesting uh, combination. It is. I recommend it for anybody. Anybody who gets the opportunity, you're gonna you're gonna have uh, a unique opportunity to gain perspective. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, what's keeping you up at night? That is uh, both <laughs> cliche, uh, but but an easy one for me. It's the labor market. Really? Uh, yeah. It's um, it it's rough. I've been very fortunate that I've just had a killer team. So trying at, to find staff is the thing that really it really is. But I, even beyond that, uh, I feel like as a CISO, I should be doing more to help the candidate pool. Mm -hmm. Our uh, diversity gap right now is worse than IT. It's worse than the IT field. Yeah. Uh, and our burnout rate is is probably not what it should be mm -hmm. for such an interesting industry. I mean, you right. think you got what other industry? Does an engineer get to deal with espionage and all that? Yeah, we should yeah. we should be more exciting and we should burn less people out. Yeah. So, what's your secret to balancing risk and business opportunity? In other words, how do you keep out of the way of the business without exposing the business to undue risk? Because that's always a challenge that a lot of CISOs struggle with. It is, and I've seen this at a lot of companies. Really, what I've been able to rest on now. Uh, is reducing friction with the business. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily about being their best friends and doing, you know, writing off. Uh, yeah, you can do that. We'll sure. get an exception there. It's more of we've got to do this the right way. But you know, we we just had a beer yesterday. We can talk candidly, <laughs> right? It's. Uh, I, I think every security professional has been a part of highly complex projects that succeeded because everybody was rowing in the same direction. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've also been a part of short putts that failed miserably because of internal squabbles. So mm -hmm. just purely day-to-day -day job of the CISO and the engineers, the analysts, is to build relationships and influence with the business. Yeah, talk a little bit more about reducing friction with the business like that you mentioned. Really, it's a, I, I can make this just a very actionable is make walk-bys a part of your daily job. You should, uh, Get especially out as a CISO, yeah. Yeah, gripping grins. Walk, <laughs> uh, uh, I try to do things like 
let's say if we have a meeting, mm -hmm. uh, have a meeting on their floor, don't make them come to my office. It gives me an opportunity to walk by their team, say, yeah. hey, uh, I think one of our biggest successes of 2019 uh, was made possible because uh, a guy I'd never met before, we had a good conversation, I, I think about uh, movies, maybe uh, Bruce Willis uh, <laughs> over birthday cake in the break room. Yeah. And we just crushed a single sign-on multi-factor project out of the park. Never would have guessed how successful it would have been. But yeah, it's um, uh, soft skills are king. Yeah, and it's a, a lot of CISOs struggle with the soft skills. Yeah, and it's uh, it's making their life harder than it has to be. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm great at it either, but it, it really the the key is uh, to get out there, get known, let people know your face. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. Talk with us a little bit about where you think security in general could be doing a better job. Risk quantification and communication. Mm -hmm. We've got to be speaking the same languages as the the rest of the business, and right now. I feel like in the industry, a lot of times we're not even mm -hmm. speaking the same language as the rest of IT. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of push in the industry to get better, but there are industry frameworks like FAIR that we've adopted. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a two-day workshop with 20 leaders from across the business and IT, and just FAIR risk quantification training uh, math, whiteboard, everything. It was phenomenal. And I really feel like we walked out of there with a, a common appreciation of uh, security. I know the point of sale team has uh, looked at what does this mean as far as uh, availability. So they can take a step back and say, we need two sprints to dedicate to stability because they can quantify the the monetary value of outages so mm -hmm. it's a it's a really cool opportunity that i look forward to seeing how it progresses uh, do you think we're setting the expectations too high for security uh <laughs> that's that's a bold question that is a bold question bob so I think uh, I think Bob's looking excited here because he gave me a, a list of questions and this wasn't on. So he's, got, he's rubbing his hands together evilly. So, uh, you know, I think that that might be a pretty a pretty profound and accurate statement. Uh, at the end of the day, security is a bunch of people. We're imperfect. We're stressed. We're pushed hard, and we're trying to to, to do the best with the right. tools we have. Mm -hmm. Uh, security is not going to enable all business workflows and on the other end of it we're having to, to really not be a no organization at the right, same time. Right. So you can't be saying no all the time. I think the security industry is still struggling and you know, it's if you look at industries in general we're still a pretty young industry mm -hmm. a young community uh, we're still kind of struggling to find our identity. Are we going to be the good guys and do single sign-on and identity management? Are we going to be the bad guys? Uh, and then uh, privacy, I think, is just kind of thrown uh, a monkey wrench into the works. Well, so how about privacy? That's I had that on my list to ask you about. How does that fit into your security formula? I love that I have the opportunity to contribute in privacy. I'm not going to uh, promise any positive emotions towards uh, <laughs> CCPA, but uh, I define myself. Privacy, the core of it is the moral and ethical 
treatment of the data we've been trusted with. Mm -hmm. uh, as a retailer, it's even more critical to feel that way because your, your customers are trusting you ultimately. Yeah. Uh, legal regulatory compliance is table stakes, obviously, but I try to look at it as a, uh, how would I want my kids' mm -hmm. data treated? Uh, and I think good. as CISOs, we are uh, in a very strong opportunity to impact privacy. We've got uh, access to the business. We've got, honestly, more funding than most other units. The, uh, probably even if you have a chief privacy officer, our budget's probably bigger. Uh, we have data governance. It's really just a large opportunity. I, I would love, I would implore most security professionals if they can inject themselves into mm -hmm. the, the privacy space. Uh, I, I would absolutely implore them to do so. Is that part of your alignment with the general counsel? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured, right? because that seems to be the general counsel when they get involved, it typically is around a privacy initiative. Mm -hmm. um, talk for a minute about digital transformation, particularly the move to the cloud. Uh, to the cloud. <laughs> um, how has digital transformation forced you to rethink your approach to security? I really, I really like the cloud. I uh, started even when uh, I was public sector back when they started saying, hey, cloud, we've got to do this. And FedRAMP was yep. uh, brought on all that uh, fun stuff. And it's just from the, from for years, I've been enjoying the push to the cloud. Uh, in the cloud with your, your SaaS and to an extent your platform as a service, you can focus a lot on configuration, mm -hmm. architecture, business flows, and you don't have to uh, worry about the uh, underpinnings of the system. Uh, there's third-party risk implications that you need to be uh, on your vendors about, but ultimately I'm not as worried with AWS or Azure or any of those workloads. Uh, the infrastructure as a service is even more interesting to me because we've been uh, yelling micro-segmentation and sure. lateral movement visibility for a decade. Mm -hmm. And it's almost been cost prohibitive to really execute in most organizations. But with the uh, cloud services, we really have the opportunity to lower the, the, the cost of entry for mm -hmm. those. And I, I really think that that's going to pay a lot of dividends. The bigger areas I think we need to get in front of uh, as we move to cloud is going to be serverless architecture. Sure. If we mm -hmm. don't jump on board while it's blowing up and uh, becoming popular, we will get left behind. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, uh, one that kind of concerns me, it's equal parts good and bad, uh, is citizen uh, development. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard that term. No, it's, I haven't. I may be butchering, I'm pretty sure it's citizen <laughs> development, so everybody's gonna Google and write, write letters on. Uh, anyways, the, uh, so it's really, you have these systems, these platforms that IT is investing in, we mm -hmm. onboard HR, uh, uh, all the other business units, and they can create their own workflows. I think Microsoft uh, Flow, uh, you have ServiceNow uh, to mm -hmm. an extent, and you can start building your own workflows, and you take a tech-savvy, a data entry specialist at another group, he can take the initiative uh, or she can take the initiative to save thousands of dollars per month mm. by automating their business processes. Uh, but that's a whole new category of shadow IT. We can't see these new 
business processes, these new IT workflows, because they're not going to show up in a CASB. They're not going to show up in DNS logs. Right. They're just going to exist. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's going to bring us back to we really need to start tuning in kind of a business partner relationship with some of these units, mm -hmm. because that will happen. Five years from now, it's shadow IT will be, uh, this will be what shadow IT is today. Yeah. Yeah, and the struggle to have visibility into all this is going to continue mm -hmm. to be a challenge. Definitely. All right, advice time. What's the best career or leadership advice you've either received or given? Okay, so I got this just the other week. <laughs> Good uh, timing. Is, yeah, I know. It's, I feel like if you ask me every week, I'm going to have something new. So. <laughs> uh, the little bit of a, a history anecdote here, but in, around the 5th century BC, the Persians had ruled uh, and conquered uh, and uh, one of the areas they had conquered was uh, Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. uh, so a guy named Nehemiah had gained favor with Artaxerxes. He said, it's breaking my heart that Jerusalem is in such shambles. Can you please let me go back and rebuild? Artaxerxes liking him said, yeah, yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, so we went back, everything was in shambles, and back then, walls were everything. You're right. a big city, you gotta be able to defend yourselves. Big walls. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're this, this city, Jerusalem, that's supposed to be a, you know, a, a major force, and you're in shambles. Mm -hmm. So uh, he rallies a disheartened people, and he makes progress. He ends up rebuilding the walls uh, and, and the structure of Jerusalem in 52 days. Uh, pretty phenomenal. Now, near the end there, all the surrounding rulers, they do not want to see a strong Jerusalem. So mm -hmm. they're saying, uh, let's trick this guy out. Let's lure this guy out. And so they keep sending him uh, messengers to try to pull him out. And I'm just seeing an analogy here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he says, though, what I, what I like, and this is what I really enjoy, what he said is, I am doing a great work. He, he, he yelled down to a messenger and said, go back to these rulers and tell them, I'm doing a great work. I cannot come down. Mm -hmm. So it, the way I took it is really on uh, staying focused on the bigger picture. As CISOs, we can get drugged down into the day-to-day -day politics, squabbles. There is always another fire. Uh, it's so easy to get drawn into the minutia and mm -hmm. lose track of we've got to build a security program that's sustainable that is bigger than the sum of its pieces because we could always fight fires right uh, so that that's really uh, about focus it's about not getting distracted and, and even more than that the way I looked at it is if you don't have a great work at your organization you should take take a weekend or you know, CISO, take a weekend off if you can. Mm -hmm. And what would my great work be? Right. Uh, what could my great work be at the company? And then step back and there's your program and that's where you plant your flag. That's good. Thanks for listening to this episode of CSO's Executive Sessions. We've been speaking with Chad Teeth, the Chief Information Security Officer of Florin Decor. Chad, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Bob. CSO Executive Sessions shares the expertise and insights of leading security and risk executives. To learn more about how security and risk executives are addressing today's dynamic risk environment, make sure to visit us at csoonline.com. 
And be sure to catch future CSO executive sessions by subscribing to this podcast on csoonline.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, for CSO Online and IDG, I'm Bob Bragdon. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.